So here I am with Brendan right now. Uh, he owns a gym in Maple Ridge. Very successful now. I uh, wanted to ask you before, how did this all start? Where did the gym idea come from? And uh, disclaimer to all the audience, we are recording in a room at one of his gyms, so it might be a bit noisy. There might be background noise. Uh, so let's just begin. Yeah, cool, man. Well, thanks for having me. Um, you know, you mentioned successful. I mean, that's subjective, right? To what, is, <laughs> what success is. Um, so I've always been active all my life. Okay. That was something that my parents instilled with me when I was a very young age. Okay. They said, we don't care what you do as long as you're doing something as far as activity, right? So I grew up playing uh, soccer. I got into rugby. I got into football, the track and field. I played all the sports, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it was something that I was fairly decent at. So, and I enjoyed it, so I, I kept with it. And uh, as I got older and got into, you know, the workforce and that sort of thing, um, I had my jobs, my 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 first jobs here and there, and I never found anything that really fulfilled me. And um, it was just, it was just by luck, I guess you would say. I don't know if luck is the right word, but by chance, that the place where I was training was was a mixed martial arts place and um, I ended up taking it over around the time when mixed martial arts was just starting to gain popularity okay. and uh, gain a little, little bit of acceptance but it wasn't legal in BC yet right oh. so that's kind of when it all started and um, really enjoyed the training really enjoyed the camaraderie amongst the members and the coaches and just that environment and uh, just decided to stick with it and build on that. And, uh, you know, after a lot of trial and error, a lot of mistakes, uh, a lot of learning, here we are now. Um, not doing the, the, the mixed martial arts thing, but more general fitness. We focus on weight loss and boxing, and um, that's kind of our niche. Our niche. And, um, and it's been great. Yeah, it has been really good, really fulfilling. And um, it's been able to, you know, keep a roof over my head, keep the lights right. on in the house, keep the, keep the family fed. And um, I wouldn't do anything else. I'm, I'm, glad, I, I'm glad I kind of uh, stumbled upon it, I guess. Now, when you mentioned uh, martial arts being not legal, could you explain a bit more about that? Because I'm not quite Yeah, sure. so the whole MMA thing, the UFC and, and cage fighting, that sort of thing, it was not legal in BC. It wasn't legal in a lot of places. Um, oh. I think that's what the draw was when UFC was just a pay-per-view event. It wasn't legal in many countries, right? Okay. So you could only see it on pay-per-view and in its infancy, the UFC was just like a, it was like a, kind of like a fight between two guys, which, which, you know, they were maybe versed in one type of martial art, like a karate guy against a wrestler or a jujitsu guy against a kickboxer. It was that sort of thing. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of it wasn't accepted back in the day because they compared it to human cockfighting, right? Um, okay. And, uh, you know, yes, there is a violence to it, but it wasn't accepted amongst, amongst you know, a lot of the people. So, um, yeah, BC just wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't legal here until about, oh, I don't even remember the year, but it was at least at least 15 years ago, something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if we go further into your past life, uh, what things did you study in school? What was 
What was something you really liked, enjoyed? I, you probably enjoyed fitness, I'd say. I did. In school. You know, just because I was like athletic and I right. could catch on to any sport really quickly. Um, I enjoyed art. I enjoyed uh, science. But I would say overall I enjoyed school as far as the, the, the learning aspect of things. Yes, it was social time. We were hanging out with friends and things like that. Um, and I never really did very well. I was just like an average student. I did well in the things that I enjoyed. Right. Right. But yeah. I was never a math guy. I was never a social studies guy. I didn't, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't, I don't think I cared to learn it. Right. Um, and it's not that I didn't try. It just never, it just never, it just never clicked with me. Right. Um, but yeah, it was mostly like the arts and the sports. Um, I wouldn't. I, would, I don't think I considered myself like a like a jock. You know what I mean? Like dumb at all, <laughs> dumb at all uh, academics and just good at sports. I wasn't like that. I just didn't. School wasn't for me. I don't think. When I went on to college, um, I took criminology and some psychology, things like that. But to be straight up honest with you, I took it because I come from an old school family where it's the, where they were of the mindset: stay in right. school, stay in school, yeah. stay in school. So what happened was after high school, I got a small scholarship to play rugby, right? Yeah. So my courses, my, my books, everything was already covered. So I didn't really want to waste that, right? So I took criminology because I figured ah, it's something that I could maybe be interested in, maybe go into police force or corrections or probation or whatever, you know, that side of um, that industry. And um, yeah, I mean, I honestly really just took it just because I didn't find anything else too interesting, uh -huh. right? And because I had my, my scholarship, right? right. I, I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do at that point, right? So it was kind of like, I'll just take it for the sake of taking it. Now, did your high school have any special courses? Not not the basic ones like math, science. Did they have any special ones that would help a person in a career direction? It depends on the career. Right. If you want to be a part of like the the few, <laughs> the few um, industries that school would be able to get you to, like if you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a dentist, if you want to be an accountant, if you want to be those standard things, then school would be great. But as far as you know, at that time when I was in high school, I couldn't tell you what I wanted to do, so I couldn't tell you what I wish they had. Um, I can tell you now, but. Um, there wasn't really anything. They had some trades. They had like metal work. They had like right. yeah. uh, auto, uh, you know, working on cars and stuff. But uh, that just really wasn't my thing. It was mostly just the standard courses. Math, science, history, English, you know, things like that. Do you yeah. think the stuff you learned in high school, like the last few years, like calculus, uh, hardcore science, did that help you at all? No. 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 I don't even think it would help anybody, to be honest with you. It doesn't matter what career you go into. I think... This is just my personal, obviously, opinion that school is, um, they need to get with the times. They really need to get with the times and actually teach people things that are going to serve them uh, as far as what they need uh, in, in, in business and entrepreneurship and, uh, you know, besides just the standard classes which are going to get you, like I said, like the accounting or, or or a doctor or a dentist or you know those those standard things because not everybody wants to do those things do you think those two years the last two years of high school were a complete waste do you, did you like them for the social aspect or did you like looking back at it now 
academic-wise, I would say, uh, actually, no, I wouldn't say high school was a waste. I would say, like, you know, high school is an opportunity for you to get to know people in, uh, in order to uh, socialize with people, in order to network with people. Um, because, you know, I still connect with people from, uh, from high school. And uh, if you're in business, then uh, networking is, is, is part of, you know, trying to become successful. Uh, so I wouldn't say it was a total waste of time. Uh, for what I wanted to do, like, well, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but for, I think they need to just cater to the broader scope of what people potentially want to do. Okay, so I don't, I don't, I just don't think they offer that, and I, I think they really need to focus on some of the real basic stuff, man. Money management, you know, oh, yeah. how to help people manage their money. You see people that are your age right now making millions, whether that's on YouTube or Instagram or whatever, right. um, and just buying stupid shit, right? Like, how do we manage our money? How do we make sure that we're successful in the future and we still have money? How do we invest our money? They need to be teaching kids things uh, like that, for sure. So you think yeah. adding a business aspect to high school, like a business course, entrepreneurship, marketing, maybe? Uh, what do you think that would that would help? Uh... Marketing, uh, sales, uh, definitely business. Some some business because honestly, um, the future, the, the right. present, relies heavily on on business owners, entrepreneurship. Uh, you know, people that are able to employ other people. Um, and I think, uh, you know, with this big recession that's going to come right now, the, the really the people that are going to make it through and be okay are people that, that are entrepreneurs and run their own business and aren't on a fixed income, right? What other subjects would you, would you want to have in high school that maybe aren't? I don't know if high school is the right time for it, okay. uh, you know, because I'm not saying that high school students aren't mature, but we have to have a certain... Uh, maturity and mindset in order to grasp the concepts and the importance of what they're teaching right high school is a time for it's like you know to get to hang out with your friends and just do dumb stuff and just you know find yourself and develop as a person but I think moving forward after that uh, in in college or university if you go to college or university which in my opinion is like eh, unless you know exactly what you want to do then it'll be a big waste of time but uh, definitely more business stuff more business stuff as far as like how to manage your money, right. sales, marketing, all the things that we talked about. The criminology course and the psychology course you took in college, mm -hmm. do you think that helped you at all to where you are now? Or nope. No, not at no, all. No, not at all. I mean, if I would have went into the policing, right. if I went, in, right. when it went that route, then, then maybe, yeah. right? But just uh, based on where I am now, it, it, it's, it was irrelevant to me. Yeah. If, if you were to redo, redo those few years that you took as psychology and crimin, uh, criminology, and what would fill up those years, do you think? that would? First of all, uh, again, this is just me. I'm not right. trying to influence yeah. any of the young minds out there. I wouldn't have went to college. I wouldn't have went to university. I would have went uh, to work for somebody, uh, and I would have learned the skills necessary right. to uh, start my own business. And I would have been uh, looked for mentorship, Right? Because I believe mentorship is the best way to learn, other than, you know, besides school. Like, I think it is the best way to learn. Actually go to the source, go to the person who does what you want to do, ask him, pay him, work for him for free, and learn that way. Instead of learning all this general knowledge, which they teach you in school, mm. which will be uh, 
irrelevant in your life. You'll never use it. Yeah. So now at this point in your life, become very successful. Um, you own. <laughs> you a, keep saying that, man. I don't know. I don't know where you get your information from. But. <laughs> you own a gym. Uh, what would be your next steps? Do you have any higher goals that you want to reach? Do you want to open more locations? Do you want to grow your gym? Do you want to keep the gym the same? Do you want to grow yourself? I mean, you're pretty buff, but do you want to maybe, what would be your next steps in life, uh, in business? So, I will never, it's, it's always important to have goals, right? I don't believe that we are ever there, wherever, it want, wherever we want to be. Um, Next steps for me was is, is definitely to grow the business. Grow the business, what that means, I don't know. It might be multiple locations, it might be, you know, definitely wanna grow uh, the business or the location that we're in right now. Um, I don't think I will go into the franchising model, uh, but definitely have, have more, maybe have more locations, right? And honestly, it has nothing to do with the money itself. It just has everything to do with you know, giving it my best effort, doing everything I can, so at the end of the day, you know, I can say that I did it, right? Yeah, and I never want to be complacent, never want to be too comfortable, and be like, oh, I'm okay where I'm at, because then, you know, it, it just, it's, a, it's just a very dangerous place to live, because then there's no room for personal growth, right? right? And I want to keep on growing, uh, you know, maturing my mind and mindset and discipline and uh, I just love business, right? So I just want to just keep on rocking it. Yeah. COVID hit pretty hard everywhere. Mm -hmm. How do you think it did that probably affected you quite a bit? Mm -hmm. How did it affect you and where were your biggest losses? Yeah, definitely um, a, a strange time in our life and it'll go down in, in the history books for sure. Uh, it was definitely a challenge, challenging time, and it definitely showed different sides of different people. I saw different sides of myself as well, um, just the way that uh, it was handled by our leaders, our governments, but at the same time, understanding that it was new for them too, right? right? Yeah. So being in the fitness in industry, uh, especially in BC, I don't know what it was like in the rest of the world, but it was hard. There was a point where the they opened up everything. The entire world was open or the entire province was open, except they decided to make sure that fitness was closed and hot yoga or hot yoga, yeah, hot yoga was closed, which my wife owns a hot yoga So basically it was our, our entire livelihood that was shut down, right? Um, and the past three years, three and a half years, there couldn't be a better time to show people how important it is to be fit, right? Like the people who were like really uh, in trouble were the people who were obese, the people who had predisposed uh, diseases, they were just overweight, they didn't right. take, take care of themselves, respiratory issues, all those kind of things, right? Um, so, it was, a, it was just a strange time, but we managed, we made the adjustments, uh, and we needed to make the adjustments because one of our core tenants, one of our core values in this business with all our staff is we need to grow or we're gonna die, right? And that's in, in you know, when we were in COVID and now, even before COVID, that is just one of the things that, um, one of the values that, uh, that we have here. And uh, in order for us to survive, because we only opened six months before COVID hit, July, oh, we opened so July, July 15th, yeah, 2019. And then six months later, I was on the beach in Mexico when my staff called me and said, 
buddy, you gotta shut things down. The world is going crazy, and I didn't even know what was going on. I was on the beach, like, you know? <laughs> and, you know, I caught up with current events, and they're like, man, people are running through Costco and stealing all the toilet paper, it's just right. chaos. And anyways, I caught up with the current events, I'm like, wow, this is crazy, so shut down the gyms. Had to hurry up and get back, because they were shutting, cutting off the flights to get right. back into the yeah. country, so we had to come back. And, um, you know, to make a long story short, you know, obviously the gyms were shut down and I needed to still, I was okay myself, I was fine. I actually have fond memories of the original lockdown because they were like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a two week thing. And everybody right. was like, yeah, you know, the weather was nice, everyone was getting outside, riding their bikes and all that kind of stuff. And we switched to a remote training model with the business. Where it's like, okay guys, we, we Mickey Mouse this thing where we had spreadsheets and coaches were doing uh, sessions out of their living room and people were just watching it on Zoom and all this kind of stuff. And it was actually kind of neat, it was kind of fun, you know, I had no errands to do, right? I didn't have to, you know, clean the toilets and right. buy toilet paper <laughs> and all the errands that, that are required. Um, but as things went on, it became tougher and tougher. So we switched, uh, well, I shouldn't say we because uh, I switched to a remote training model, meaning that I would just service people online, right? And uh, one of the silver linings out of this whole thing is that that remote training model became a permanent arm of our business. So we still service people that don't even come to our gym, just, that have just heard about the results that we can get people. Okay. So we service, we service people in Kelowna and Salmon Arm and Kamloops and Edmonton and all over the place, people that we've never even met, right? Um, so if any good came out of it, we still have that sort of like that arm of the business and that would have never been explored unless COVID came along, right? right. So it's an extra revenue stream. It's actually a, a really, you know, it's actually a really good business model because it's a pure profit model. I don't have, uh, didn't necessarily have coaches to pay. I didn't have a rent to pay. I'm not bound by square footage. I don't can't, you right. know, here I can only fit so many people in a room. Right. Um, so yeah, we made the adjustments, we pushed through, and then uh, I made sure that uh, coaches had the opportunity to take care of themselves too, because private one-on-one -on -one training for some reason was still allowed, right? So we have a pretty, pretty uh, big clientele here, so our, our, our trainers just basically reached out to people, hey, we're still allowed to do personal training. Um, so our coaches still were able to take care of themselves financially through through personal training and stuff, right? Um, so yeah, so it was, it was rough, but uh, we got through it and we made the adjustments and we're happy to do it because the people who really didn't make the adjustments shut their doors, right? I think like at least half the, I forget the statistics, but it was like 30 or 40% of the fitness industry shut their doors permanently wow. during that time. And us being a new business, only six months, you know, prior to COVID hitting, we're still here. Um, better, better than ever, actually. Yeah. If someone wants to get into shape, could you give some tips and tricks? Um, would nutrition be a big part? Does nutrition not matter? Uh, does only fitness matter? Uh, how, how, how would someone... It all matters, right? It all matters. So at Unified Training Center, we, we um, get people to where they want to be based on a three pillar process where 
all three things are, are important. You can't have one without the other uh, because if you're missing something, the chances of you not getting to where you want to be are very high. Like the chances of failure are high. If you don't have three things, and those three things are fitness, your nutrition, and accountability, right? So you need all three things because if you're missing one, uh, it's going to be a really rough time. You can't just work out all the time if you're if you're eating poorly, right? Because I know people that train every single day; they're not getting anywhere, right? Because they're just eating crap all day, right? right? So you need you need to, everybody knows you need to work out for sure, and then your nutrition is going to be where the majority of your results really come from, right? Um, people don't do it because it's it's tough, man. Like you know, carbs and fats are delicious, right? So it's like. It's, it's tough for people and some people are, you know, have never eaten healthy ever in their entire life. So to make that switch is really tough for some people, but you have to dial in your nutrition because the, that's where the magic happens. So that's where the majority of people's results are going to come from. And then uh, the third piece is accountability and that just means sticking to it. Accountability means, you know, having somebody, you know, to look out for you or having some support or structure or guidance and having somebody to make sure that you're doing what you need to do. So. We have accountability coaches here. We have accountability processes to help people stick uh, to the plan. And uh, those who really immerse themselves in the program see incredible results. Like we're sitting in a room right now with like pictures around us. Right. Uh, but I could fill this entire gym with before and after pictures of just amazing, amazing results. Um, but it takes, it takes two, right? Like we have the program and the processes in place the client really needs to want it as well and they need to participate, right? So we touch on a lot of mindset stuff and um, things like that. But uh, yeah, those are the three things, man. Make sure you're exercising, make sure you're eating yeah. good and make sure you're sticking to it, you know, with consistency and you'll be fine. So before we close off the session, I wanted to ask what your favorite books are or book mm -hmm. and favorite podcast mm -hmm. that you like to listen to. Oh man, I got a lot of favorite books, mostly, um, business and inspirational books, right? Um, is there one in particular? Good to Great, uh, Jim Collins, I believe it is. Good to Great and Built to Last, he's got those two books out. Um, and the other one, I forget who the author was, but Start With Why is another one that's really good. Start With Why. Um, and favorite podcast? Hmm. Valuetainment is one of them. Valuetainment, I like, uh, you know, Alex Hormozzi, he's a, he's a guy I consider a mentor, a guy I follow religiously. Uh, he's, he's, you know, another former gym owner, and now he's making hundreds of millions a year um, coaching and, uh, you know, uh, acquiring other businesses and things like that. Um, but yeah, I try to surround myself or at least immerse myself in those, in people like that. Uh, Patrick, uh, uh, Bet David, uh, people like that, people who are way smarter than me, f way further ahead than me, uh, so I have something to aspire to. But Yeah, perfect. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's yeah. been an honor. You got it, buddy.